Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. What could be the best college football playoff ever on Monday, New Year's Day, could be tainted by a story that no one is talking about. He is Mike Wells. I am Braden Gall in for Greeny, of course, presented by Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. We have some breaking news in the NFL. First, though, however, the commanders are making a change at quarterback. We'll plan to start Jacoby Brissett on Sunday versus the San Francisco 49ers and head coach head coach Ron Rivera has announced and the Giants have announced that Tyrod Taylor will start against the Rams on Sunday. Both of those other two teams, the Niners and the Rams, obviously in a position to continue their surge into the postseason. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky Rams. Winners of five out of six. Keep an eye on those Rams as they get healthier around Matt Stafford. The college football playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Don't miss the semifinals on New Year's Day. The Rose Bowl starts at 5 p.m. Eastern time, followed by the Sugar Bowl at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Mike Wells, Braden Gall here in for Greeny. And look, can you imagine if the New England Patriots, coached by Bill Belichick, were the one seed going into the AFC playoffs, and Bill Belichick had been suspended this year for half of the games for cheating not once, but twice in the same season. Would that not be the most dominant story in the entire NFL? And and it is not crazy to suggest that that is exactly what Jim Harbaugh is doing with the Michigan Wolverines. Now, we can debate how valuable stealing signs actually is. A lot of those signs are available on film, so I'm not sure it's a huge deal, as big a deal as people are making it out to be. But it was cheating, and he was suspended. He was cheating earlier in the season and lied to the NCAA, and he was suspended. This story has just disappeared. The Michigan Wolverines are favored over Nick Saban and Alabama in the college football playoff game in the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day as the best team in America. And and it's shrouded in controversy, and no one is talking about it. Let's go a step further with this, Brayden. We're talking about... You you, you briefly touched on half of the 12 games that Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for. But I think people will realize that they think more about the last three games, especially considering they beat Ohio State without Harbaugh on the sidelines. But what team, how many how many teams could go undefeated, be the number one ranked team in the college football playoffs without their head coach for half of the games? That is the thing. And you're right. Yeah. It, it, it this should be a this should be a non an uh, uh, ongoing conversation. It should definitely be the case. And in all honesty, it probably it probably really won't be talked about much until the game. It'll be talked about during the game, you know, previewing the game, during the preview show on Monday night. I don't even think it'll be talked about Friday, Saturday much. I just it, it, it's crazy because you're right. I remember when Tom Brady and the deflate gate was going on and Jacoby Brissett, speaking of Jacoby Brissett, had to step in and start for Tom Brady back a, a few few years ago. During the, it, that was nonstop conversation. But with Jim Harbaugh in this situation where, again, it, it doesn't matter what you think about if it's cheating or not, sign stealing or whatnot, nobody's really discussing it. It's like it's crickets. It's like it's gone completely. It's gone away. It's been like the equivalent of you get breaking news on Twitter. You you It's talked about for five minutes and people forget about it. It's yeah. over with. Well, and what's funny about like the, the, the inflating of the footballs thing for Brady, it's like some quarterbacks like it a little overinflated and some quarterbacks like it a little underinflated. So it's not necessarily that one number is like the perfect ideal inflation of a foot. Like my point is, is that even inside of that debate, 
there was debate about how important it was, right? Well, oh, it probably helps Tom Brady a little bit, but like how how much is relative to how much the quarterback likes the football the way he likes it? And again, this is the same thing. We can debate how much value Michigan got out of this. We don't know. In fact, we'll never know. But the fact is is that they had a person in the stadium illegally filming the footage of other people. And w- again, we can debate how much value that is and how that much how that helped Michigan. But the bottom line is is <laughs> the, the coach was not on the sidelines for half of the season for cheating not once but twice. And we're just like, Michigan-Alabama on Monday night. Now, look, I'm okay with once the game starts, ignoring all that stuff and just being like, look, let's see who's better. Let's find out if the Big Ten versus the SEC. Michigan hasn't won a championship since 97. Even then, it was only half a championship. They haven't played in a championship game since 97 or ever during the BCS and playoff era. They haven't won an outright championship since, like, the 60s. This is is a huge story, and there's no way other teams are not going to put an asterisk on it if he wins it. And, and again, in the college football world, no one's talking about this. It's, it's Texas Washington. It's Michael Penix. It's Jalen Milrow in Alabama and the dynasty. And, like, oh, Michigan's pretty darn good, too. Oh, by the way, their coach was suspended twice this year. You made, you made a mention about, you, you made a mention about, okay, you know, um, how, you know, whether serious or not about the uh, sign stealing. So I, I, I'm going to make an assumption. Please correct me if I'm wrong. So did you not look at it as a bigger deal? Like, okay, everybody, because I, I, I got to tell you, I'm going to believe that it's easy. That's why teams scout. You look to try to get their signs. I spent 10 years in the NBA having scouts who were sitting up top texting me, talking about, hey, what was that call that Rick Carlisle or Frank Vogel made on the call? So it, right. it, it's, it's, I looked at it as way, hey, whatever you can advantage on. What was your take on it? I think this. I've talked to lots of coaches about this, both assistants and head coaches in college football. And the take is is that if you did know a team signs, it would be a huge advantage. But what they were filming, Michigan specifically, what they were filming, was not anything that you couldn't get off the, the coach's film. Like you could mm-hmm. get this, you could get that on the film that every team had access to. The illegality, the rule that they broke, was sending a person in person to the stadium. <laughs> that was which, dumb. Which is not a it's not technically a competitive advantage. It is a financial advantage. And the reason the NCAA put the rule in place was for financial reasons, not for competitive reasons. So ultimately, I, I think it's very clear that if you knew a team signs, and I do think filming a practice before a Super Bowl, by the way, is a little different. a little different. But if you, if you did know a team signs and you couldn't predict what they were running on offense or defense, it would be a huge advantage. But that's why the, every team has three people on the sidelines in three different colored shirts, and they got the, you know, the big the big boards and the, oh, the blankets the top, on the yeah. sideline and the canvases. Oh, by the way, you could fix all of this if you just put a green dot on the quarterback's helmet. By the way, and put a put a put a, a radio in his helmet. And no, you could fix uh, all this. So, c- c- hey, I, I'm gonna tell you now. You know, people. You, you made a mention in the pre-production meeting, like who will people root for more? Obviously, Nick Saban. We know what Nick Saban has done. He he is Alabama's a dynasty, and I. I commend what they've done. I mean, they bounced back from that loss at Texas to come on in and get back to the national championship game. So I, 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 I think people will be more upset about Michigan winning than Alabama. All uh, right, so that's a fascinating question. I, I, this is what I'd like to know. Dr. Pepper Collin, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I want to know if you are not a Michigan fan and you are not an Alabama fan, who are you rooting for in the game? 
because Alabama is this – they're the Death Star, right? They're Darth Vader. They're Palpatine. They are the Death Star that has been the evil empire that has been trying to take over the galaxy for 15 years and has largely done so. They're even back now after Georgia dominated the last two years. Now Alabama's back again. I would say that they're the, they're the, the team that I would pick to win the whole thing right now, a couple of days before the games. But Michigan, is, Michigan has this, this Jim Harbaugh thing that everyone loves to hate because they bring it upon themselves. I would like to know. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You are an impartial observer of the game. Who are you rooting for? That's what I want to know. Hey, how about, how about, how about this, Braden? Michigan is college football's version of the New England Patriots. Jim Harbaugh yes. is Bill Belichick. People, if you, unless you're a diehard blue and gold, you probably despise Jim Harbaugh and what they did and get him getting suspended twice in one season. That really pushed it over the top, in my opinion. That you cannot like Michigan yes. unless you unless you went to, unless you grew up being a Wolverine fan. And so I, I think I, and I would have never thought that more people would be rooting for Nick Saban to beat Michigan than the other way around. I, I find this Alabama team to be the most likable of Nick Saban's career. He, he's <laughs> Nick Saban has changed personality types. He's gotten a little funnier and older. He's like joking with his collars on the coaches shows and like like he's just been a little bit more lighthearted about the whole thing this year. They're certainly a flawed Alabama team. They're not one of his best teams. Jalen Milrow is a very likable person in this entire story. He's a great kid to root for. Uh, so this is like – you said it's th- that Harbaugh is New England and Belichick. So is Alabama. <laughs> this, is, this is New England and Belichick versus New England and Belichick. And I don't know who America's going to root for. I really don't. Hey, I t- I'll tell you this. I-, I-, I feel like this year Nick Saban truly had the coach. And don't, la- don't laugh at that. Let me explain what I mean by that. In the past, <laughs> I mean, he was just loaded up with five-star recruits and basically just talented. They would just go out and steamroll. Yep. But think, do you look at how – I mean, they go out, they lose to Texas, and then they go and have to play um, uh, um, South Florida. South Florida, and, and that was a grind. It, it's not like you would – in the past had Alabama lost. The next game, they're coming in. They're going to put their foot on their opponent's throat. They're going to win 45-3. to three. And no, he benched Jalen Milrow in that game. Yes. He benched Jalen Milrow in that game. So it, this is like a this, – this is probably yeah. the most like, likable Alabama team yeah. in – more than a decade, in my opinion. I, it's it's so hard to make America root for Alabama, and I think Jim Harbaugh might have accomplished it. I, I, 888-SAY-ESPN. Uh, let's hit the phone lines here, of course, presented by Dr. Pepper. Stewart in North Carolina. Stewart, welcome to ESPN Radio. Hi, guys. Um, two things I wanted to bring up about the, the Michigan cheating, and one kind of disagrees, and, and I heard two comments from football analysts, from ex-players on talk shows, and the one – disagreed with your comment about getting it off the coaches tape or the or off of the tv and they said what michigan was doing that you can't get on the tv is getting the signs and the pre-snap motions at the same time and the other comment i heard one analyst was asked well aiden hutchinson was nearly unblockable anyway so what's the big deal in the football the ex-player said well, you know how unblockable he is when he knows it's a pass play. <laughs> Thank you, Stuart, for, for the phone call. I will say, I don't know how you couldn't just pay, like, a graduate assistant who's making, like, $18 an hour to sync up the two tapes of pre-snap motion and the and – the, like, again, if you've got the same copy of the game footage and the, all 22, I still think all that stuff is on those film, from, from what I understand. Like, I, I don't know. But uh, I do like the uh, I do like the Aiden Hutchinson comment. That's funny. Uh r- Rich in Reno. Rich, welcome to ESPN Radio. 
believe all that stuff is on the film. From, from what I understand, like I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm I the like the, uh, Turn your radio down, Big Rich. Oh, <laughs> uh, did we lose it? Rich wanted to hear did himself talk. That's what he. That's what he. That's what happened there. I was just doing an air check for myself there for a second. That's fine. Uh, Joe in Minnesota. Joe is rooting for Bama. Joe, welcome to ESPN Radio. Oh, absolutely. I am just <laughs> so sick of Florida State saying, oh, we're not, we should have been in there. We Alabama's not fair. Oh, give me a break. Anybody watch that ACC championship game knows Florida State was going to just be trash in the playoffs. And I really I want to see old Saban get one more just because everybody hates him. He's not supposed to be in there. <laughs> Alabama's down this year. I hope they just roll them. And I like I like to see a Big Ten team do good because Minnesota, right? Yeah. But Harbaugh's a berserker, and I can't wait to see. And I think Alabama is going to beat them both. And I also think Washington's going to beat Texas, which Ooh. nobody gives Washington credit. So he, he said, I think that's so. good. Thank you, Joe. He said a berserker. I've never heard of that word I don't, before. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> I've uh, never heard of berserker it, before. It sounds like a street fighter character uh, <laughs> is what it sounds like. I think what's interesting, first of all, that's a new angle, the Florida State angle, right? Like we're tired of hearing Florida State complain about everything. That's a new one. I, I do appreciate that. Um, I, I, th- I, I absolutely give Washington an opportunity to win that. I think that is going to be a phenomenal football game. Texas and Washington, Sugar Bowl, 830 coverage <laughs> on ESPN. I think that one on Monday night is going to be a special football game. I, I think that could be last guy with the ball, Quinn Ewers versus Michael Penix, two great offensive minds, Kalen DeBoer, Steve Sarkeesian. I think there's a chance that that could be a fantastic football game. Man, can you imagine if uh, Sark beats the team he used to coach in Washington oh. and then he beats Nick Saban twice in the same <laughs> season? Holy cow. A Dude, guy that he was an OC for. Holy we, cow. We are sleeping on the Texas storylines, by the way. Like so many Texas storylines that we're sleeping on, uh, of course. So so much so much great stuff for you guys. The Dr Pepper call in line eight 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 say ESPN. That's eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Who is America rooting for? Alabama or Michigan? It's Nick Save. It's Nick Saban versus Jim Harbaugh, which is really Bill Belichick versus Bill Belichick. That's really what that is. Uh, did you miss any of Greeny? Catch up on both hours of the show in the Greeny podcast available daily wherever you get your podcast we'll continue to take your calls on the college football playoff plus mike thinks the coach of the year race is over and he is dead wrong but those aren't my words mike that's that's producer evans words that's next on greeny on espn radio greeny the podcast for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Michigan and Alabama, the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. Michigan's been here before. They have not won this. Alabama's been here before. They have won this. You're going to have probably the two teams that people love to hate the most. This is why you come to Michigan. They've only had their head coach for what, like four games this year? He's missed six. All year long, everybody has said what this Alabama team was not. And all they've done is continue to win, continue to stick together. For me, it's all about bragging rights. The Big Ten, the SEC. Who are the neutrals rooting for? Who do you hate the least? Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, Nick Saban in Alabama. Mike Wells, Braden Gall in for Greeny, of course, on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. The Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Radio has you covered for bowl game action. Tune in tonight for the Duke's Mayo Bowl, followed by the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Coverage begins at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Always nice to watch a coach get doused in mayonnaise, Mike. Always fun. Uh, (laughs) Let's head to uh, Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, welcome to ESPN Radio. Who do you hate the most, Alabama or Michigan? What's going on, fellas? And if we talk about hate, I'm a hater, and I hate Michigan. You know, I want to see Harborough go down. I want to see that look on his face when he couldn't beat Ohio State. I'm looking for that. That's what I want. If I can get that, give me that. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. That's t- t- tell, tell us how you really feel, Mike. Mean-spirited. Like, he's actually looking for a depressed human on the sideline. Like, that's what he's actually looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, look, it's hard to make everyone root for Alabama. It's really, really hard to make people that don't, that don't have a dog in the, the, hi- the fight, right? You're, you're, you're a neutral observer. It's really hard to make people root for Alabama, and I think Jim Harbaugh in Michigan might be doing it this time on New Year's Eve, on New Year's Day. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, find, find, find me somebody who has no ties to the state of Michigan or the university who really wants Harbaugh after what he did and getting uh, suspended twice to lead his team to the national title. Because you, you, we talk about how it's not being discussed now. It's kind of just it's vanished off the radar. If Michigan wins the national championship, that is going that that talk of Harbaugh suspension is going to overshadow what they did during the game that night. They will be talk. Everybody will talk about Harbaugh suspension and is it truly a national title considering what Michigan did and the quote unquote cheating and everything. That's when it'll yeah. be it'll it'll be the buzz 
for days to come after that if Michigan were to win the championship. It wouldn't be – so 50 years from now when guys like you and me are doing ESPN Radio and you pull up the <laughs> Wikipedia page, right, like the 2023 Michigan National Championship Wikipedia page, it's not the first sentence in the, in the headline there. It says the Michigan Wolverines went 13-0 and 14-0 and 15-0 and, and won the national championship in 2023, but it's in the first paragraph that Jim Harbaugh was suspended for cheating two different times this year. Again, oh, yeah. we, can, we can debate how important those suspensions are and the, the amount of competitive advantage. I think that's a fair debate. I'm cool with whatever people think on that. But it is in the first paragraph of the Wikipedia page. If, if they win the national championship, it is within the first three sentences that Jim Harbaugh was suspended twice for two different cheating incidents in the same year that they were number one and won the whole national title. That's it's there. It's in the first paragraph. Yeah, uh, and what was a good thing I don't like Wikipedia because um, <laughs> you can't you can't believe what you find on that on that website all the time. But no, in, in, in fact, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it back. Um, I said it'll be talked about after the game. Um, if for some reason Michigan beats Alabama, it'll be talked about leading and you know the whole hype of oh yeah what yeah. what will it mean if Michigan beats Washington or Texas in the national championship game, yep. that's when you're really going to see it rev up conversation-wise, and it'll follow through afterwards. And, you know, if Alabama, I mean, excuse me, if uh, Michigan gets there and they lose in the championship game, ah, people are like, ha-ha, that's what you get, Harbaugh. That's what you get. Cheaters never win. Che- cheaters never um, <laughs> perspire. That's going to be – that's what's going to happen. Well, and let's be clear. They've been here two years in a row, so they know what's how to handle this situation. They are a two-point favorite over Alabama. This is a flawed Alabama team with an offensive line that allows too much pressure and can't necessarily run the football all that well. I still am picking Bama in this situation, but Michigan could absolutely win the whole thing. And if they do, I don't think it's because of all the stuff that – like the reason he was suspended the first three games was because he lied to the NCAA about some recruiting investigation, which has nothing to do with the competitive advantage. And even the, ceiling, the stealing sign stuff, we could debate how valuable it is. They're certainly not doing it now. So they're going to win fair and square, but there's going to be an asterisk. So it's not fair to Michigan, but it's also not fair to the rest of us either that are college football fans for everybody else and want some sort of like actual sort of authentic outcome. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, Justin in Virginia. Justin, welcome to ESPN Radio. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing well, man. Hey, listen, so uh, I want to make a couple points here. First first of all, with Alabama, um, you know, there was a lot of stuff said about Nick Saban back in the day, too, as far as what he did uh, legally, illegally, you know, Kirby Smart famously calling him out uh, uh, with the, the skeletons in his closet. Uh, nobody seems to care about that anymore for whatever reason. I guess now because you can you can pay the players and uh, legally and, and get away with it. So you know well, whatever. But that that's that's in his side too. So you know the stuff with Harbaugh. Um, yeah, you know hey, you buy a recruit a cheeseburger, you you know you don't get away with it. Whatever it is, what it is. He lied to the NCAA. I understand that. The second suspension, all I can say about that, obviously I'm not, you know, part of the program or anything like that, but they won at Penn State. They dominated. They ran the ball 30 straight times and won that game. They won at Maryland with Tagovailoa trying to throw all over the place. They beat Ohio State, their biggest rival in the world, the biggest game in the country in college football, at home, to do that. Then they get Harbaugh back, and they beat Iowa, who has, trust me, 
no offense whatsoever. I get that. <laughs> 26 to nothing and are walking in to this. Now, that being said, if Harbaugh made or knew about any of this stuff, which I'm not saying that he did or didn't, I don't know, but let's be honest. Once everything was, was you know caught, the suspensions were done, they don't have anything. They're winning these games without their head coach on the sideline. So, so this is not it's, – it's not a, like, old crap, like, you know, a surprise. Or I'm, I'm sorry, it is a surprise. But that shows you the grit of this team. So I think, personally, that Michigan is going to come out and I think they're going to beat Alabama. And I think Saban's going to do what Saban always does when he loses, which is – and then Michigan is going to go on, and they're going to win the national championship. And I don't think there should be an asterisk because of the fact that there is no proof anywhere, shape, or form that they've scouted Alabama, that they've done anything illegal with them, that they've done anything illegal with Washington, that they've done anything illegal with Texas. This is not like like we're past all that now. Yeah. What, yeah. Whatever whatever they did, I mean, do we really think <laughs> that they needed to scout Michigan State? You don't sound like a neutral observer, though. I'm just saying, uh, but I agree I mean, with you. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with him. If they beat Alabama and beat Texas or Washington, they're the national champs, fair and square. Yeah. I got no problem. I got no problem with that. But, but that doesn't are. mean it's going to stop us from talking about right. <laughs> you right. know, the, like the, uh, the 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 suspensions and everything. Listen, he he signed somebody who had on a uh, Michigan Wolverine yeah. stocking yeah. cap, uh, <laughs> sweatpants, hoodies, <laughs> underwear, uh, some Jordan, some blue and gold Jordan fours. Yeah, I mean, that's what he sounded like. <laughs> uh, look, I, I think. I can, I can. It's it's one of those moments in sports where two things are true that appear to be sort of contradictory, right? And that is that Michigan, if they if they win the national championship, they will have earned it and won it fair and square. But also, there's an asterisk next to the fact that the coach got suspended twice for cheating two separate times. Again, I think it is totally fair to debate the the value of the cheating. And yes, did did we pay players under the table for 50 years in college football? Of course, we did. It was against the NCAA rules, but it wasn't amoral. And I'm not saying, like, he wasn't trying to – that's not necessarily changing the competitive advantage. I, you know, he who has the gold gets the players in college football. That's been the rule for 100 years. So, I, I don't know. I, I just think I, – I would like to see what Michigan does on the line of scrimmage. I think we could talk about the matchup in a different way if we want to as well because I think Alabama has an advantage in almost every position group, and that's a tough – Uphill battle for Michigan to climb in this championship in this championship semifinal on on New Year's Day, of course, in the Rose Bowl on ESPN. Yeah, so it, listen, let, let, let's get to Monday. Let's let's see if Michigan even can get past Alabama first before we start talking about yep. okay, um, we don't need to worry about this. They win a national championship or whatnot, um, and how how to perceive the Wolverines if for some reason they do win two two more games to close out the season. Here, here's the other thing. Jim Harbaugh brings some of this on himself. And I'm not talking about the cheating stuff. I'm not talking about the, the, the sign stealing. Jim Harbaugh brings the coverage on himself. He did this when he was shirtless at satellite camps. Remember all that stuff? He did this when he was climbing in trees outside of kickers recruiting houses, right? Like this, Jim Harbaugh brings this attention on himself. And when you get over-covered, especially as odd of a character as Jim Harbaugh is, like he's a weird dude, a great football coach but a weird dude. And 
when you bring all that coverage on yourself, you are overexposed, and therefore people don't like it, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, he's a, he's a, I call him quirky. I call him Jim. <laughs> I mean, he, nice. he's a, he's very quirky. Uh, can, can coach his rear end off. I mean, he clearly knows what he's doing. He's overcome um, not being able to beat Ohio State, the winning three straight over, over over the Buckeyes. He knows what he's doing. He can recruit his butt off. Very but good with coach. that said, he yeah. definitely has some quirky personalities. I mean, per, uh, perky, um, excuse <laughs> quirky uh, tendencies. That's what he has yeah. with him. So, but yeah. get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give him credit and. They are on the winning ways, and I can see why he has no interest in moving to the NFL because at in Ann Arbor, in the state of Michigan, he's looked at as, you know, essentially and you know a godlike figure to the Wolverine uh, faithful. Okay, now that that we're gonna have to discuss because I think Jim Harbaugh is gone no matter what. Really, I think he is in the NFL next year, no matter what. Next year. Win a championship, lose to Alabama. I think Jim Harbaugh is an NFL head. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we will have to discuss this further. I, I got I to hear your reasoning on this one. <laughs> All right, Jeff in Louisiana. Jeff, who are you rooting for, Michigan or Alabama? I'll tell you what, if, Joe, if Jim Harbaugh wants to go to the NFL, I'm a Saints fan. I will gladly welcome him as the coach. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Take Derek Carr with him. I mean, take Derek. I meant Derek. Dennis Allen can take Derek Carr with him. Yeah, there That's you what go. I meant to say. I, I stuttered a little bit. <laughs> I'll take so, Jim Harbaugh all day long. I'm tired of this Dennis Allen, Derek Carr stuff. But anyway, I am in Terrebonne Parish, Louisiana, which is profound SEC country. Yeah. And I cannot wait for Michigan to put a whooping on Alabama with everybody <laughs> watching because the SEC shouldn't be in the playoffs in the first place. It should be Florida State. How about that, guys? That's a take. Uh, I think you're wrong, but that's a take. <laughs> man, you, you just said you're in SEC country. Now you're going to say you want somebody from the ACC to be in the college football playoffs. Well, it, look, if Jordan Travis had been healthy – a oh yeah, oh, caliber quarterback. God. They belong in the playoff, but he wasn't healthy. It's in the bylaws. It's the end of the discussion. Alabama's better. Let's let's move on from the Florida State thing. It it it's it's sad and it sucks that in a four team playoff, Georgia, Ohio State, and Florida State all deserve to be in. It sucks. I acknowledge it. Let's move on. Alabama's in and they deserve to be in. Let's focus on the games now. Jim, here's the question for Michigan fans. Mike Wells, Braden Gall here on Greeny, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. The question is, and of course we are presented by Progressive Insurance, the question is, is Jim Harbaugh more likely to go to the NFL if they win the national championship, or is he more likely to go to the NFL if they lose to Alabama? And my argument is, is if he wins, he's like, I've done everything in the college level I can do. I'm tired of this garbage. I'm tired of the NCAA. I'm tired of having to recruit. I've dreamed of the Lombardi Trophy my entire life. I'm going to the NFL. If he loses to Alabama, he's sitting there going, I've been banging my head against this SEC wall for, for years now, and I cannot beat Georgia. I can't even beat TCU, and I can't beat Alabama. I've reached my max point. I've been dreaming of the Lombardi Trophy my entire life. I'm going to the NFL. I was wondering where you were going with that because I'm like, hold on, hold on, Brayden. You just said he's going no matter what. I think he's going no matter what. Yeah, so – you see what I'm saying? Like, psychologically, both situations. And look, oh, by the way, you got Justin Herbert sitting there available. You can go coach Justin Herbert. You see, like, there's quarterbacks ready to go in the NFL. I, I don't know, man. I think Harbaugh's gone. I, I, hate, when you, I hate when you kind of got me thinking on if I made the right. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't like it when, you, when I feel like I'm backed in the corner and I, I might have to publicly acknowledge, damn, Braden might be right about that. But – Here's the deal, though. This is why, in all certain, this is why I don't agree with that. 
because you go to the NFL, especially if the team he gets hired by does not give him personnel decision-making, because there's very few head coaches, yeah. in my opinion, who yeah. are capable of being a personnel decision-maker also while coaching the team. you you got to deal with the GM. Then you got to deal with also the owner of the team. Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, the AD is going to is going to is going to ride or die with Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh really is not going to have to answer much questions. He's he's got central control over the athletic department at Michigan. He, the same can't be said if he goes yeah. to the NFL. And I'm going to say this right now. I spent nine and a half years covering the Indianapolis Colts. And for so many years, there was always rumors about Harbaugh, uh, you know, should the Colts go get Harbaugh? There's no way Jim Harbaugh and Jim Mercer could have worked side by side. It just would not have worked. So you got to think about those two obstacles along the way, too, where Michigan, he can essentially do whatever he wants and not really get in trouble. I mean, outside of maybe getting suspended, but still, if the wins are still coming in, that's profits for the university, and everything's all good for Harbaugh. He was given, and here's the other reason why I think he might be gone. He, he, and you're absolutely right. He was offered a $125 million contract that he's not signing. And he was suspended for six of his team's 13 games this year. And he was given $125 million. It's because he's a very, very good coach. Ultimately, what matters, what I believe, and again, this is all what makes a guy tick. You never know what's in a guy's brain when he lays his, when Jim Harbaugh lays his head down on his pillow at night, what does he dream of? If he dreams of bringing Michigan to the national championship, or does he dream of the Lombardi Trophy? And he, he strikes me as a guy who dreams of the Lombardi Trophy. And you cannot do that at Michigan. No matter how many national titles you win, you cannot do it at Michigan. And right now you've got two situations. One is Justin Herbert and the Chargers, which would be a pretty good situation to step into, you think, right? The second might be the Chicago Bears. With all that draft capital, maybe a quarterback you like in fields, maybe you've got somebody you want to draft at number one. But you're a Midwest guy? I, I don't know. There's there's going to be call. This guy took a job interview on National Signing Day with the Minnesota Vikings. If you did that in the SEC, you would be fired. <laughs> but again, you're in Michigan. You do what you want. I know you're right. <laughs> yeah, so right. that 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 is going to be the case out of it. And yeah, I I just don't see Harbaugh wanting to seize control to a general manager or a president of football operations. I just think that's true. His pride won't allow that. His I, ego, not even pride, his ego. That's true. That's true. The other angle, though, is it is a lot more work in college. you got to deal with recruiting parents and recruiting all the time and the NCAA and the portal and name, image, and likeness and all this changing stuff where you could just go to the NFL and have it all structured for you. Every single day is structured, and you can take some time off in the offseason. I got to so, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this. If he does leave for the NFL – I'm gonna block you on block you on all social media platforms. <laughs> I'm gonna lose your number, and if they call and say, "Hey, can you uh, do another show with Braden?" I'm like, "Well, how about can I get it like a six month sabbatical so I don't have to listen to him well, say I told you so, Mike?" <laughs> I was gonna say it's not good radio to just say I told you so over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, all right, Bama by twenty. That's what I'm saying. Uh, this is Greeny. I'm Braden Gall. He is Mike Wells. Of course, I have changed my mind. It's okay, America. You can change your mind on things. It's okay to change your opinion. I have changed my mind on one thing when it comes to the holiday season. Plus, our producer Evan is going to try and change Mike's mind on something else. That is next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Greeny, the podcast. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You are, in fact, America, allowed to change your opinion. That is Mike Wells. I am Braden Gall in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers by saying, play ESPN Radio. Mike, I know that if you log on to the Twitter.com application, which is still the URL, right? Don't type in all those X's, folks. Just type in Twitter.com. If you go to Twitter.com, it may seem like you are not allowed to change your opinion. Oh, but in, uh, but no. in fact, it is the sign of maturity and adulthood. When you change your opinion, when new information comes to light, that is what I think is a sign of maturity and being a grown-up. You know what I mean? New information comes to light, you change your opinion. It's called being mature. I spent most of my life hating eggnog as like a holiday thing that just took place around this time of year. I always thought this thing's disgusting. It's just a bunch of, like, what is this creamy, sugary nonsense? It's ridiculous. Tastes, tastes gross. Even with even as after I got over twenty one, and I was able to put in some some liquor into that thing, I still was like, "This is gross. This is disgusting. I don't understand. You people are weird." I would have been the person on Twitter shouting you down for drinking eggnog, <laughs> like two thousand twelve. You know what I mean? <sighs> I am now a mature middle aged man <laughs> with with two children, and there is nothing I like more than a glass of eggnog with bourbon in it over the last five years. I don't know what's happened to me, but I changed my opinion. Is there anything around the holidays? 
Is there anything that you have changed your opinion on? The most, the best, no, okay, I take it back. Christmas morning with the kiddos getting up, celebrating Santa, that was the best part. So I got to say that. I'm contractually obliga- obligated to say well, and that. You don't, and you don't want to sleep on the couch tonight. Right. Number two best part of that day was settling in to watch Lamar versus Purdy with a glass of eggnog. That was number two with, with a little with bourbon, bourbon in there. With some bourbon in there. So it's okay, America. You can change your opinion. You can evolve. Evolve with me. I, I went from anti-eggnog to pro-eggnog. What have you changed your opinion on in the holiday world? Oh, man. You know. I've had so many people trying to get me to change my opinion, which is going to segue into our next segment. Um, we'll be talking <laughs> about changing my mind. So many people have tried to get me. Like, I have never had pumpkin pie in my life for dollars. Not and one time? It, no. I'm a sweet potato guy. I'm a sweet potato guy. And so many people could say the same. And they're trying to change my mind to get me to eat pumpkin pie. But I am one of those. I'm I'm stubborn. I'm 46 years old. And <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't believe in changing my ways. And I've never had, I've never tried pumpkin pie, and I refuse to do it. So I'm one of those people that are hard to kind of. You, you can put one heck of a sales pitch on me to get me to change my thoughts, but more than likely you're gonna be waste. You're gonna be basically wasting your breath so, trying so, to get it because it's not happening. So you probably think like college football players still shouldn't get paid, right? Like you still think they should be. I've always felt like they should get paid, so I didn't. Get, <laughs> I didn't have to change my mind on that one. I've always, I've always felt like they were. Ah, I, I don't want to say taken advantage of, but I felt like they should be getting oh, yeah, paid. Yeah. And people say, well, they're getting free education, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. No, no, they still need – they need to get paid. So there was no change in my mind. Good so tra- never, hey, that, was, that was a good try right there by you, he, know, Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. I, I, I don't – I would never want to change your opinion on sweet potato pie versus pumpkin pie, but they are kind of the same thing. But what I would say <laughs> – what I would say is that you can't – you are not allowed to have an opinion about, a, about something if you have not at least tried it. You're not allowed to have an opinion on pumpkin pie. You, you, like, you're ineligible. You're, you're like uh, Jim Harbaugh getting suspended. You're, you're ineligible to have an opinion if you've never actually taken a bite of it, right? Don't you have to take a bite of it to, I sm- to not I smelled like it? it? I smelled it. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure your kids are the same way. You say, hey, uh, what, do you, what do you got, a son and a daughter, daughter, two, daughter? Two daughters, two daughters. Yeah, you, you've probably told your daughters, hey, try this. It tastes good. Uh, no, thank and you, you, and, and, and you, And you slide you slide the fork over to them. They put their nose down. You're like, yeah. In your head, you're like, please, I don't want any boogers to fall in there. But they smell <laughs> it, and they say, no, that stinks. I'm not trying that. That's how I feel about pumpkin pie. I smell it. I'm like, no, no, no. It doesn't even smell tasty. I don't want it. And mind you. I've had at least once a year, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, people try to get me to have it. So I've I've smelled different kinds of pumpkin pie. They all smell the same for the most part, but I still won't taste them. First of all, all my cooking smells amazing, so that doesn't happen. Number two, (laughs) uh, we do a thing called no thank you bites where you're not allowed to move on. With the dinner, unless you take at least a no thank you bite, it, you may you should, they may spit it out, <laughs> but, but they're going to take the no thank you bite, uh, as my wife calls it. So you got to at least take a no thank you bite, Mike, before you are anti pumpkin pie. I, I just nah. Evan, Evan, Evan. Let me let me ask you this, Evan, producer Evan. Welcome to the show. Don't you have like if you're going to have an opinion on a food or like visiting a stadium. You can't be like, oh, going to Penn State game sucks if you've never been to a Penn State game, right? Yeah, I, I absolutely hate when people say, oh, that have that opinion or something without ever trying it or without ever experiencing it or researching yeah. it themselves. Some people just have opinions to have the opinion when they yeah, don't have Mike. anything to back it up. <laughs> well, so basically, 
Um, if you and I ever golf together, Brayden, I'm not coming to Nashville because I'm not coming to your house to have dinner because you're going to have the uh, the no thank you bite rule. Evan, I well, love the town. I love Bristol. I, I had a great um, nine and a half years as a full time employee at ESPN. I'm glad you and I had not met prior to them because if I and I came to your house, you might have tried to say, "Hey, taste this," and I'm going to say no, and we might not have a friendship anymore. I. Look, Mike, what? you are 46. I cannot force you to do the no thank you rule in my house. <laughs> that only applies to my two tiny little humans that I'm in charge of. So you can come and not eat the, pump, pump, the pumpkin pie. So, it's your loss. So I don't, I don't do what Brayden does. I, I was more approaching that from Brayden's perspective. Like if, Bray, if I went to Brayden's house, I wouldn't say I didn't like something without trying it. I'm not going to force somebody to eat something that they don't want. My right, perspective right. in answering that question, Mike, was more about Brayden asking me whether or not, like, I would come to his house and, like, try it for them. Well, I'm about to, I'm about to go ahead, and, and Brayden is going to go to a commercial break. He's going to text his wife, hey, if a guy named Mike Wells comes to our house, he, he's not invited. Because if Brayden says, hey, we're going to nah. cook a meal, I'm going to invite you over dinner, I'm going to say, what are we eating? So I can say, I'll no, let invited. you know in advance. I'll let you're you know in advance. You're always invited. You're always it. invited, and we'll make something delicious that you like. And then I'll make fun of you on ESPN Radio for not having tried it. <laughs> uh, which, quite honestly, there's not many foods I don't like, so uh, the odds of me liking it are pretty good. All right. Well, look, I, mo- the most important lesson through all of this, whether we're discussing who should be coach of the year in the NFL, whether who's got the best stadium experience, or whether or not you like pumpkin pie, or in this case, in my case, eggnog, what matters is America. you got to stop living by the, like, the Twitter dunk rules, okay? Like, you can change your opinion. You can think a coach is a good hire, and then when he's terrible for three years, you can be like, yeah, I've changed my opinion. That wasn't a great hire. <laughs> like, It's okay to change your opinion. In fact, it is a sign of maturity and evolution and growth to change your opinion about a coach or a quarterback or a game. It's okay, Mike, right? It's okay. On certain okay. things. I'll say certain things. I'm not going to say all things. Certain things, it's okay. Because I, I, I do change it on certain yeah. things. but It's okay. Some of them, no. No way in heck. That is it. That is it for Greedy. Mike and I continue with Carlin versus Joe next on these ESPN radio stations. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.